0: It takes. hello and welcome back to another episode of below the dot podcast where we recap and discuss a new episode of degrassi the next generation every throwback thursday live from the degrassi black hole um i am your co-host terry mcgregor
1: i am your other host chris sharp
0: and today we are recapping season four episode 19 nope lying episode 20 sorry um titled west end girls but before we get into that we're gonna get into some trivia for terry eventually but we also just have some random. actually we'll get into trivia for terry first and then for tidbits we're going to talk about random things um because i feel like they're going to be more interesting than anything else i could have said so (laughs) here we go
1: (laughs) okay so um for my first question, I have five questions this week, so we'll see how you do. Where do Paige
0: and Hazel go shopping for their prom dresses? Is it Pretty Pretty? Yes. Okay, look at me go. Fine.
1: I love to see it. <laughs> um, What is the name of Caitlin Ryan's segment which features Kevin Smith?
0: The sound is already playing with us because you froze right after you are about to ask that second question.
1: Are you kidding me? I even have it plugged into the thing right now, too. Okay, so um, rewind. What is the name of this segment? Caitlin Ryan's segment, which features Kevin Smith.
0: Aw, oh, dang. Is it Caitlin's world or is that something I just made up? That is a segment that she does have,
1: but this one's called Local Heroes, and they focus on it for a second because I think they kind of said that he like wasn't a local hero or something shady. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because he doesn't even go there, but whatever.
1: Right? (laughs) Not, not you. He doesn't even go there. Him. (laughs) I just found out today that my mom has never seen um, Mean Girls, which she said makes sense. She's like, by the time that you guys were seeing this, like. But by the time that movie came out, I didn't have to go to the movies with you guys anymore. Yeah. And I am the youngest, so it did make sense. Because I was in high school when it came out. And I actually think that I was grounded when it came out as well. I can't remember. I was definitely grounded when Freaky Friday came out.
0: Dang, that was a good movie.
1: Or maybe I was growing ha- when The Parent Trap came out. It was one of Lindsay Lohan's movies. So I was funny. absolutely grounded when it came out. And I cannot remember which one for the life of me.
0: She had some good ones. Because there was Confession of a Teenage Drama Queen. Me and my friend were just talking about that because we saw that when we were younger. But I saw Mean Girls at a sleepover at my house in like the fifth grade. And none of our parents knew we were watching it. Aside from my mom who got it. Mm-hmm. But they never would have let us watch it if they knew the shit that was in there.
1: <laughs> absolutely not. Um, don't mind all my extra background noise. We'll talk more on that later. Um, question number three: Where did Ashley's dad get a job transfer? Um, the whole thing, not just the location. Is he working for like
0: BBC Six?
1: BBC in what city?
0: Oh, is it in London? Yes. Or did she stay specific? Okay. London. Beautiful. I think I actually might have passed that headquarters when i went to london a couple years ago that's funny look at you go to london
1: i'll never forget that one time i tried to go i often reminisce on that <laughs> thanks covet
0: oh dang girl yeah you had some good trips planned
1: man here we are but yeah so
0: um what is going on here where is matt moving okay i really don't know this i literally just rewatched watched episode two and he so UConn something UConn yeah, something con. okay.
1: We're gonna talk about that later. Um, and last question: Who sponsored the prom?
0: Pantene, which is so freaking random because I noticed a bottle in the dressing room at the end of the episode. <laughs> I see you with the eighty percent. Look at me go! That's funny. Yes. Well, this is normally where we'll get into Terry's tidbits, but I feel like we had a good amount of uh, trivia. And Chris and I want to discuss something that I want information on, probably just as much as you guys will want information on. Because if you heard all this background noise, she's over here opening an air tag. So I need to ask what this air tag is for. Because <laughs> there's a lot of uses for an air tag, okay? So who is this air tag going on?
1: <laughs> child. So not on my child. Um, <laughs> but so. Okay, precision finding. Okay, sorry, a little distracted. So my cat is crazy. I have had my cat since 2013. She was a year old when I got her. It's 2023, so what, she's 11? I think that's the math here. Mm -hmm. She is the devil. And for the 11 (laughs) years, or for the 10 years in which I've had her, she has told me, I want to go outside, I want to go outside, I want to go outside. I used to live in an apartment building. I was on the 26th floor, so that bitch wasn't going anywhere. (laughs) Now, and then I moved into a house like five years ago. Maybe six years. Honestly, I don't remember. Honestly, maybe even seven years. I'm moving to the house, okay? (laughs) It's a blur. And the minute she realized that that house went to the outdoors, she has harassed us sitting by the doors. Now, if you're an animal person, you know that cats are not supposed to go outside. Um, Everyone's like hit or miss. Mm -hmm. Outdoor cats is kind of really a thing, but basically it shortens the duration of their life. So even though... She does have her claws, obviously, because you're not supposed to declaw your cat. Pause. Why does my mama here? If it ain't one thing, it's another. Oh, she dropping off my raggedy ass dog. I can't with you. Did you want a guest special on the show? <laughs> you want to say hello to the fans? Hello, fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, so cat's got her claws theoretically in the cat world. She could be an outdoor cat, but that shortens her lives. So me loving my cat, I wanted Mm -hmm. to keep her around for longer. So I have been trying to do the responsible cat owner thing. And therefore she is not allowed to go outside. She is not very happy about this and she is very vocal about it. And she has argued me next to my door for a long time. I have tried (laughs) a leash. I have tried taking her out in a stroller. The stroller, she pants, which means it indicates that she's stressed. The mm-hmm. leash, it's really difficult to get on her. Like, she's like a touch feral, which means that i she just likes to exist next to me, but you are not supposed to touch her. She's just here, <laughs> which I am okay with. But when it comes to trying to put a leash on her, and I've tried putting a leash on her since we've had her, it's just kind of a battle.
0: Yeah. So
1: instead of trying to fight and ending up with more wounds, which um terry can attest to it hang on let me get get the light on my phone um i have a lot of battle wounds
0: from my cats not the cat abuse child it's pretty bad oh there you see one there oh no one yes that is like (laughs) three inches (laughs) so there
1: are scars all over my arms from times when i just have to grab a cat from wherever they are but anyway Hmm. so cat wants to go outside now she's hanging out and she has discovered exactly the door and she's gotten more intentional about it to the mm. fact where if you prevent her from going outside the next thing she's going to do is attack the closest creature next to her. So the poor dogs and the poor babies is over here <laughs> just getting mauled all the time because they're allowed outside and she's not. Uh. So fast forward to that longest story that didn't nobody asked for about my cat. She escapes outside not only does she escape outside at this point in time I'm tired of her shit. I'm like, you know what? Hang out. Hang out a little bit. Let's, let's make it worth it. Yeah. But. I'm sure if you guys are all familiar with the popular book, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie, if you let a cat outside, the bitch will end up on the roof. Because not only did That's she go nuts. outside, but she went onto the ledge. Cool. Cats like to climb up high. And then she went onto to the mm-hmm. higher ledge. Cool. But then, like, the higher ledge is like three feet underneath the roof because I was back outside on the deck. And so she went from the higher ledge to the roof, which was a three foot jump, pretty easy for a cat. And then she was like, well, why would I just stop there? So she's climbing up the side of the <laughs> roof to get to the top of the roof. And I'm over there like trying to go to the... Like, Like, what are you going to do? I'm not climbing on the roof. She's a cat. So she doesn't answer her name.
0: That is nuts.
1: The conclusion here is I'm tired of fighting this cat. I don't know how to safely get her outside or not, like, let her outside without getting attacked myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm on the verge of giving up. But in order to make sure that, in the least, we're not being stupid, I'm putting an air tag on her. Mm -hmm. Because she is very intentional about trying to get outside. So if she does get outside, I will know where she is versus wondering, is she under the deck? Is she on the roof? Is she at the next door neighbor's house? (laughs) We'll find out.
0: It's gonna notify you the minute she leaves your premises too. It'll tell you when it's like going away from you. Good. (laughs) That is freaking nuts. I saw photos of this and I was shook because I'm not a cat person, I'm a dog person, and you know, you gotta take those As outside. So I don't really got an option. But the cat thing really blew mine. Cause I definitely had a coworker that said that they lived on in like an apartment building and their cat would like pretty much try to go on the balcony, but they were like floors up and they would like have to coerce her into coming back from like jumping off the ledge, pretty much. So that's too much work for me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But I did learn from this experience that apparently she does know her name. And y'all are like, hmm, how did you not know? Because cats are cats. So I haven't known this cat's <laughs> name for 11 years, 10 years, whatever. And she doesn't answer her name. So she was outside. She was under the deck. And I was like, Lily. And all of a sudden, there she was. And I was
0: like, hmm,
1: so you've just been ignoring me.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's a cat and a dog. And she is truly um, my little
1: demonic baby. That's cool. That's okay. That is so, so funny. The noise that you guys heard earlier to summarize is me desperately trying to get this AirPod out of this case so I can put it on this cap. So should the door get open and she get free, at least I'll know
0: whose house she's in. Yeah. Did you get the cat collar or like the collar that goes with the tag?
1: I, so I got the little attachment to the collar. Oh, that's the collar cute. she The collar she has is a breakaway collar, and it has my phone number on it. So mm-hmm. I'm sure if you're familiar with breakaway collars, it's so the animals don't get choked because they do jump around all over the place. Yeah. But I also think that that comes off all the time While she's when she's fighting with our other cat. Hers actually stays on. She's a little scrappy. The other cat doesn't have a collar on because she's scrappy. <laughs> um, so I ordered her another collar. I'm just like, I don't know. Someone's probably going to tell me I'm going to pee to hell because I'm like, <laughs> I can't have you on a breakaway collar out in the streets in the event that you get out there. Yeah. No, it doesn't add up. So again, the goal is to keep her as an indoor cat. But if y'all want to tell Lily that... you know send her a voicemail
0: yeah let her know she don't want no parts of it but you could let her know (laughs) so tired of this cat but yeah
1: and if y'all are wondering because I complained about a cat last week actually two weeks ago that's actually Felix Felix Mm, is my sweet mm -hmm. baby he would never put me through this stress he just cries right (laughs) yes at the door I think he's actually in here right now that's funny Around here somewhere being nosy but yeah So, welcome to my life. and Yeah,
0: welcome back to the podcast.
1: (laughs) If there are no tidbits, we can go ahead and get started.
0: We can jump right into this very fun episode. All right, so we're going to start with Plot B, and this is the most confusing storyline of the entire series
1: for me. Why? Because why are Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes here? Girl... And if you've been listening, you know how. If you read the book, you also know how. Kevin Smith Mm -hmm. and Jason Mewes or whatever the hell their names were were huge friends of dj Eight and DH. So they bent over backwards to get onto the show by any means possible or by whatever it takes. (laughs) And so I guess they, like, showed up. I'm pretty sure I said it in the book. They, like, showed up to Linda Schuyler's um, studio or office and they were initially turned away. But somehow they figured (laughs) things out. Also, I just want to say that Skylar is spelled confusing. Can someone explain to me why Skylar is spelled like Schuler?
0: Yeah, I never pronounced that right. I'm so embarrassing to have a whole Degrassi podcast and not know how to
1: pronounce her name. Never. I need y'all to know that when I saw Hamilton and there was like Elizabeth Skylar and then I saw the lyrics and I said, that's Elizabeth Schuler. Y'all are saying the name wrong.
0: (laughs) It's them, not us.
1: So I feel really good that I'm able to say the name properly because I saw Hamilton. So, I mean, call me stupid if you want, but I'm okay with
0: it. <laughs> I saw Hamilton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, they figure things out. They're now here on the show. Kevin's flirting with Caitlin Ryan. Um, first of all, when did Caitlyn's HIV AIDS tour end?
0: Right. Because wasn't she like on a hiatus, like a emergency hiatus?
1: That part, right? She was on a break. And there are some plot holes, I'm just saying. Craig is at the studio when Caitlin finishes up with Kevin. Craig invites Kevin to come check out him and his girlfriend playing in the band during prom. Kevin is really oddly into this and gives
0: Craig his number. Said no movie producer ever. This is the funniest thing about this episode is he sticks out, and I know he's like an American character in real life anyway, but he like breaks the fourth wall for me. Like he stands out so much against all the Degrassi characters because they're just normal people where it's like seeing all like that he does is like, I guess he wasn't really acting because that's probably just the character that he plays. But it was just weird. Like it wasn't realistic for me.
1: Kevin Smith, if you're listening to this podcast in your free time, can you please... Come on the podcast
0: and answer some questions for us.
1: Do you think maybe I can message him on Instagram?
0: I so feel like you could. Because if he was that big of a Degrassi fan, he'd definitely be like, actually, I would love that.
1: I mean, let's spice things up here at this point. Honestly, go to the below the dot IG account. We had some likes
0: and some follows here. Good, we're doing. I feel like we have a decent up following where he'd be like, Okay, this is actually a Degrassi, Degrassi fan. Kevin Smith,
1: (laughs) follow message. Hey, Kevin, we Degrassi (laughs) stands. Hey, Kevin, we Degrassi (laughs) stands have. Some questions about your time on TNG. Care to (laughs) indulge us and answer them for me and my girl, Terry? (laughs) T-Y-S-M. I should have said my girl, Terry A. Anyway. A. So where are we at? So Kevin Smith is on the show. doesn't really make any sense. Craig goes to meet with Ashley to tell her about their potential offer from Kevin Smith. And Ashley is trying to tell Craig that her dad was transferred to London and just happened to get her a job as well. But with this potential opportunity from Kevin Smith, Ashley's like, hmm, let's go practice instead. Okay, girl. Craig and Ashley provide their music to Kevin Smith's music director and he hates it, as he should, because it was not good. It was garbage, no?
0: Yeah, no. They've had so many better songs. I don't know why I try- I stuttered so hard to say that. They've have- They've had better songs and this wasn't one of them. How embarrassing. They keep flopping all their deals, like their opportunities. Remember that one time when they screwed up the wedding? Has that happened yet? Yeah, that happened. No, did it
1: yeah.
0: happen? Oh, when they're performing now. No. Craig screwed up a wedding though that's for sure
1: (laughs) you know I stay ahead you're right I'm not there yet we'll get there anyway yes in fact my bad spoiler alert hold on my guest star is back again hang on a second Um, guest star did you want to come on the show hi yes (laughs) alright back to the show so their song sucks and yeah they should have played a better song Mm Hmm. They still play at the prom and Kevin Smith sees. And so, allegedly, their performance was so good, it wasn't. (laughs) And even though it doesn't change Ashley's mind, she's like, bitch, I'm going to London. She tells Craig afterwards that she's going to miss him a lot that summer. I just want to say, I love that Ashley chooses herself over Mm. Craig. Girl. How would things have been different if Lauren Conrad had seen this episode? Hmm inquiring minds want to know
0: yeah no i do appreciate that too especially because even though they had the potential opportunity from this man she's like i'm gonna go where the real opportunity is for myself and you're still gonna be here at the end of the summer because it's summer it's high school and children are very dramatic when they like have to not be near someone for a couple months (laughs) um
1: like jimmy and hazel
0: yes the drama when he went to basketball camp right
1: that was that was their last summer together before
0: yeah, it was also his last Absolutely. summer playing basketball, so that's mm-hmm. unfortunate. But for Ashley, again, in this relationship she's had with Craig, which has been quite bumpy, I'm glad that she also isn't holding herself back.
1: I agree. Because
0: it's not worth it, girl. He going to be there or he's not, and you're going to have experience working at a radio station or whatever it is in London. Like, who else could say that?
1: Mm-hmm. It's not worth it, girl. Don't do it. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. I'm so glad you recognized my life. Okay. Honestly. Um, But I will comment on that in about a second. We'll get back there. So Kevin finds Craig after the show and he's like, why are you not having a good time at your prom? And he actually gives Craig a pretty decent pep talk. I'm not going to go into it. But <laughs> he tells Craig, write music for my movie, even though my music guy said that your music sucks. He sucks. <laughs> So Craig is still going to write music for the movie without Ashley. And I just want to say, I said I'd come back to this in a second and I am. Ashley later on is upset that Craig's music career is taking off without her. Mm. But girl, you were the one who chose London over this opportunity. And I don't blame you for choosing London over this. But let's reminisce on the choices that we made. Mm -hmm. You knew he was making music for a movie. This was obviously a pretty big opportunity for you yeah so
0: yeah again it when they had that one-off deal and they walked out on it i just like i think together they don't make the best choices and then they're mad when they you know what i mean like together i guess y'all don't make the best choices and then you're just really meant to be solo artists and if you don't make the most out of your time in london that's you girl but why again why would you stick around if you had the opportunity to go and Craig obviously is doing better when you're not there because y'all song together wasn't hitting like they used to back in the day.
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, a
0: couple episodes ago. <laughs>
1: Honestly, and did he make any good music for the movie? We gotta look into this when we get right. there. Right. So we are going to move on to plot A without a break because I'm mad at Spotify. Where are is my money? Where are my coins?
0: When, yep, how long yep. is it going to
1: take you out of process and drop? I thought maybe if I, like, took them out and they stopped, we stopped, like, earning, then it would mm. give me what they owed me. And that still hasn't happened. So, look at y'all. We're moving into plot A, and I still get to fight with Spotify over the coins they owe me. Or us. <laughs> We're a team. <laughs> so Paige has missed a lot of practice all year and keeping up with her pedophile, and it shows in her inability to keep up with Mandy's choreography. Miss H watches her practice, and Paige takes credit for all of Miss H's praise, and Manny is like, mm, bitch, what? Later that day, Manny complains about Paige to Toby and Emma, and Toby tries to ask Manny to the prom. Manny's in the middle of gently declining Toby when Marco swoops in to invite Manny as his date. Manny mistake makes the mistake of agreeing to attend before asking the most important question of all time. Who all is going to be there? Manny don't know but we about to tell you who all is gonna be there Manny, Marco, Hazel, Jimmy, Paige and pedophile Matt now I've said this before Mm -hmm. and I know that Terry has answered this and she says that all her little
0: classmates used to try to bring their pedophiles to school
1: but did any of their pedophiles used to work at the school and get fired for being a pedophile
0: no so that's fair Like that's why I don't understand why in her right mind she thought she was inviting anyone there that was recently fired
1: (laughs) And in her right mind, sure, she's stupid, but how did mm-hmm. Matt think he was going?
0: Right. Because when you think about the fact that he's like, actually, I'm moving, but you were going to go originally? It, the- you got fired to go to the prom when you could have just chaperoned?
1: <laughs> I I need I need to know. Like, do you want, does anyone ever want to go up to the jobs where they got fired?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> go as a date
1: fired but i avoid jobs even just if i don't work there
0: anymore i don't fuck yeah with y'all. yeah and wh- again why are you going like why are you down to go to a prom with mad children like that <laughs> is such a problem
1: <laughs> he's so nasty the guy's a predator dylan tried to tell us
0: yeah and then he walked back on it but he definitely did yeah. oh my god gross anyway
1: Manny finds Hazel and she's trying to smooth things over with Paige. So Hazel reminds Manny that Paige has a boyfriend, that Manny got Paige's boyfriend fired. So of course, you know, I'm going to ask this question for the record. Mm-hmm. Do you believe it's Manny's fault that Matt got fired? <laughs>
0: no. Like, why? Why? You're mad because Manny called it out. Everyone already saw it. Manny was just the first one to say it out loud for it to become a thing. Like, No. That's his fault for going to a job, and he wasn't. It was a, he was student teaching, so it wasn't even like officially a job yet. And sacrificing it for a teenage girl—that is his fault.
1: Never have I ever been confused about boundaries with a child. In fact, because we were discussing this morning, Demi Lovato said it in her song. She said, mm, t- "Being twenty, finally twenty-nine, and oh, never mm-hmm. has seventeen crossed my mind." You nasty, Matt. You nasty.
0: Right trying to go to the prom are you stupid my partner was in college during my prom and he was literally like do I have to go like oh, he went he to like that three school. days older than you right like it's questionable to go to prom in general once you're out of high school let alone being an ex-teacher
1: right and like wanting <laughs> to go I remember at the time and I, I'll, I actually reference it later the guy who went to prom with me he was in college but he had friends that were in my age then my year and you know, honestly, we did break up because he was a little weird. Anyway, <laughs> That's even here and there, that was a year difference, and you were right. friends.
0: But you four, or five, however many, how much older than Paige is he? He's in. I feel like did we discuss this before? I want to say he's like twenty two, but I could just be making that shit up. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. I'm either not a way. Man. Right, and like, no, that's embarrassing. You were going to dress up and wear your little pink uh, tie and all that stuff with Paige to a school you got fired from. Please spare me.
1: I think, as you always have to say, BFFR. Yes. Be so
0: serious. Be so for real.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I agree. If anything, and I don't believe this, but it would be Paige's fault Mm because why would she go in at Manny that hard when you knew what was going to happen? It wasn't Paige's fault, but like, if anyone's fault... Besides Matt's, it's Paige's. Mm -hmm. She's the next on the list. Not Manny, right? All right. So Hazel tells Manny that they are going shopping that night at Pretty Pretty, and perhaps if Manny runs into Paige when when Paige is feeling emotional, Manny will get somewhere. Things, unfortunately, do not go as planned, because when Paige exits the dressing room after forcing herself into the small dress, (laughs) she finds Manny wearing the same dress, and she is not happy about it. Understandable. So now I got a fun fact for you guys. Told you I was going to talk about prom tonight. (laughs) So... One time I was at prom with my boyfriend at the time, or maybe he wasn't my boyfriend. Like I said, I can't really remember that the details are hazy before, or after, something a little together. But we ran into a friend of his, and this bitch hated me for reasons unknown. But I feel like when people say that, I always get skeptical, like, did you really not know why they liked you, bitch? What did you do? So I'm going to go forth and explain really quickly that they hated me because they say that I gave them dirty looks. And so at the point in time, I was like, I'm not even fucking looking at you. But I finally realized during college with the support of honest and open friends that my dirty looks (laughs) allegedly were just my resting face. So all these people hated me because they thought I was giving dirty looks, but I was just simply existing. Yeah. Also not the point of the story. So, girl hates me. Her name was Jackie, in case anyone was worried what her name was. And she was wearing a dress that I had actually also tried on. It was a green dress, and I was really intent on wearing a green dress. And so I tried on this green, silky, long-slip dress, but ultimately I decided against it because it was fucking ugly, even (laughs) though it was green. But anyway, so we saw Jackie, the girl who hated me for simply existing, and I noticed that she was wearing that same ugly ass dress that I had tried on. Now, I want you to remember that I wasn't thinking that's the same ugly ass dress I tried on. What I was thinking was, shit, I almost wore that, like, I could have been wearing that dress, mm-hmm. and then it would have been ugly just like Paige and Manny. And as I'm, like, thinking this in my in, like my head, she tells my boyfriend, not boyfriend, whatever he was, she told him that I looked. if I looked at her again like that, she would shove her six-inch heels up my ass. And I was just wondering what Jackie's doing these days. (laughs) But the moral of the story is that wearing the same dress as a girl who hates you is not a good move. And I dodged both a bullet and a six-inch heel.
0: (laughs) That's real. In high school, that's like everyone's worst nightmare, right? Where it's like you don't want to be wearing the same dress as someone. But I can imagine that it's like heightened when it's someone that you do not like or someone that does not like you.
1: Which is crazy because we all went shopping at the same place.
0: there were, like, three stores back in the day. Like, the girls these days have no idea how lucky they are. Yes, they, like, make the same dresses and put them on, like, all different websites. But there's so many places online to get dresses now where we had to go in store to get a dress. Like, you weren't buying these dresses online.
1: So if – I wonder if they have the store in other places. I'm going to just give away my business. Um so I got my store my dress at a store called Peaches and they had like t shirts which I probably still have around this house somewhere. And you got a shirt when you got your dress and it says, I got my I want my dress in Peaches, and if I can't get it from Peaches, I don't want my dress from anywhere. But apparently there was a thing that if you got your dress at Peaches, they could not sell that dress to anyone else at your school allegedly. That was a
0: thing. Probably mm-hmm. something
1: that they could like only maintain during this time. Who knows? Before people were like stealing and copying dresses and designs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um So, I mean, I guess if I had actually tried on that dress and wanted it, we allegedly wouldn't have ended up in the same dress. But I also think that's a big sell. So that was allegedly the sell of going to Peaches and getting your prom dress. And I I also want to add, I think my prom dress costs more than my wedding dress.
0: I was literally just about to say, how much did you pay? Because I have a story about the amount of money I paid for my dresses. Like, it's nuts.
1: Yeah. Makes no sense. But here we are. It's sick. Even then, it was still cheaper than these proms now. And I'm not going to shave mm-hmm. the kids. You know what? We'll live your lives. Y'all had a lot, a really hard, bad couple of years. We were all there. So live it. Right. Enjoy your prom. But I did not have these backdrops, these... Mm, mm, mm.
0: Yeah, the freaking send-offs, the limos, the the photographers, it'd, the change of outfits.
1: <laughs> it'd be a whole pre-party. And then you it still is. have the post-party. And I'm too antisocial for that. So I wasn't spending that
0: money, fortunately. Yeah, no, it's it's overrated, though. I will tell you that. I wouldn't do prom again at all if I had to go back. <laughs> oh. I would save that $500 dress, that's for sure.
1: The things I could have bought with it. But right? here we are. We lived, okay? To tell so, the story. <laughs> and we're going to have another little sidebar in a bit. So Manny asked Paige... Is there anything I can do to make you no longer hate me? And Paige tells Manny, you can get the fuck out that dress and get out of my airspace (laughs) and get the fuck and step in. Surprise, surprise. When you date a student, it is difficult to get a job and your parents cut off their financial support. Matt, the pedophile has to move to the Yukon to get a summer job and support himself. So it's now I'm going to ask you a question I promised I would ask earlier. Have you ever watched a movie, Stepsister, from Planet Weird? It was a Disney Channel original movie.
0: It sounds very familiar, but no.
1: All right. So in the movie, these aliens appeared and ended up, I don't even know how they ended up appearing, but they (laughs) ended up dating the girl's mom. The girl was Courtney Draper, who if you Google her, she was like teen royalty in this era, might have been like early 2000s. So the man and his daughter, who were both aliens, kept telling everyone they were from the Yukon. So the only thing I remember about the Yukon is how every single person would respond, nobody lives in the Yukon, every single time the two aliens claimed to be from there. It's like, yeah, we're from the Yukon, but obviously they don't know, because they're aliens, that nobody lives in the Yukon. So it was crazy that Matt, the pedophile, was going to the Yukon, and all I keep thinking is, nobody lives in the Yukon. (laughs)
0: that's funny when i hear yukon i literally think of the college like that's the first thing i think of. i thought
1: you were gonna say the car
0: that too and the potato because it's a yukon potato is a thing i literally know that from working at grocery stores for way too long
1: but in case anyone's wondering um the yukon population in 2023 is estimated to be 41,975 and so that number of
0: people live in the yukon fascinating and that's where they're sending matt's nasty ass off too
1: and eligible for foreign workers with a full-time year-round job offer from an eligible yukon employer can apply to the yukon nominee program so in case you were wondering if you could live there i that just popped up on google too (laughs) all right as we were so matt the pedophile is moving to the yukon to plant trees Marco pops in to tell Paige that he just saw her old boss, Miri. So I guess Paige quit her job, and I guess she paid back Spinner.
0: They just threw that Manny-
1: in there. Right. Like, let's wrap up these stories. But anyway, so he sees <laughs> Paige's face. She looks devastated, and he's like, damn. I guess I got to take you to prom so he can no longer take Manny. Manny is at her wit's end. She's like, okay, so you tell telling me that this bitch took my dress. She took my date. <laughs> And now she's coming here taking credit for my stuff. I done had it, but right on cue. Darcy asks Manny, can you give us support? Because Paige is having difficulty with the choreography. I'll show you. And I'll take it really, really slow, okay? Our girl Manuela is fed up. (laughs) And I don't blame her. Paige retaliates by telling Manny that Manny has to be the mascot. And I'm wondering what happened to JT being the mascot.
0: Right. What is he doing? Planning they're the like, dance, is he I guess. cool for the job now? He's up Liberty's ass, that's why.
1: That ain't the only hole he in. <laughs> and we gonna find out. But we not there yet. Do you hate me? <laughs> I can't. <sighs> All right. So Paige tells the group that unless they want to get kicked off the squad, they're gonna figure out how to adjust to the change and Manny's gonna put on the mascot uniform. Later that day, Manny and Darcy are complaining about Paige and how she deserves to fall off her high horse. Manny has an expression about her face, which indicates that she has a brilliant, beyond brilliant idea, to quote the 1998 parent trap. (laughs) Kevin Smith is at Degrassi with Caitlin to check out the school with a giant camcorder. I think there's one in this house somewhere, but anyway. That's funny. The Spirit Squad performs, dur- and during their performance, they get—they very obviously and intentionally drop Paige to the fact that she breaks her leg somehow.
0: <laughs>
1: now I know you did the same thing I did because you was like, I know that they didn't want us to think that was Manny or somebody. Because
0: yes. It was terrible. The it's funny because if you look at the Degrassi Phantom Wiki for this episode, they said that Paige and Darcy had like stunt doubles, but Manny absolutely had one in the beginning. Like they were two different people that they were throwing up, and they weren't even trying to hide it. Like <laughs> they did not care about these stunts. So not it's at funny least. that. They try to get you to believe that Paige broke her ankle or whatever, because it absolutely would have not been Paige.
1: <laughs> not at all. Not The whole thing was terrible. Like, I had to look. I think I even sent you a picture. I'm not sure. Because so I was trying to figure out if Hazel was in on this. But, like, I mm. couldn't tell. So, so, immediately after Paige's dress dropped, you can see Hazel, Darcy, and Shantae sta- sharing a laugh about what they had just done. So, I guess Hazel was in on it.
0: You know what's so funny is there was another scene, too, where I think it was when... Paige made Manny be the mascot like you see Hazel turn around laughing and it wasn't a laughing scene so I think we just catch her laughing so many times this episode (laughs) like she was laughing about something maybe off camera or whatever but it's just funny how many times you see her laughing when it's like is that on purpose
1: (laughs) right but yes so they drop her the three of them are laughing Manny is trying on dresses later that evening with Emma and she insists that the pink dress that she tried on the other day makes her happy so Emma's like Paige ain't going to that dance with a broken leg, so Manny, you should get it. Darcy does feel a little guilty for what they did to Paige, so Manny says, we're going to vote for her for prom queen. Call it even. Then Manny says she'll go ask Toby to dance for extra penance. Girl. Uh To Emma and Manny's surprise, Paige is present at the prom, and she's on a rampage. They arrive via wheelchair accessible vehicle, and she's going off about how terrible her prom experiences have been. In ninth grade, Spinner was orange. In the 10th grade, their limo limo driver was arrested. This year, she's on painkillers, which don't seem to impact her mood for the better. And her date doesn't like girls. But this time, it's Hazel and Jimmy's turn to tell Pace that they have had enough of her shit.
0: Are you finished?
1: No, my armpits hurt. More than your armpits will hurt if you don't shut your pie hole. I wanted this to be special for him, and all you can do is whine. One more thing, Manny stepped up and ran the spirit squad for you when you were too self-involved. All she wanted was a thank you, but could you give her that? Oh no, she was horrible to me. But can you tell me why you had to be more horrible back? Paige looks like
0: Hazel just gathered her all the way together,
1: but even then, cause you know this bitch still couldn't let it rest.
0: It's so overdue, too, that uh, Hazel calls Paige out because it has to be the person closest to you. (laughs)
1: It did. It did. We needed this. Paige needed this. Even then, it still didn't help. But now I got to know. Again, we were talking about why would Matt the pedophile be at prom? Why the hell is Kevin Smith at the prom?
0: Right. Let's talk about that because it gets creepy when we get to what happens to Manny. Like, why?
1: He is so weird in this and i i feel like it was intentional but i Mm -hmm. don't like between him and silent bob no he is silent bob jay they the two of them are so weird in this whole storyline if they
0: stand out it's so bizarre like i'm watching degrassi but i'm not because like who is this person that is throwing it all off and it's him
1: (laughs) i guess maybe we should watch one of their movies and see if this is how they act I, but i don't think this is how they act because he's silent bob so he's supposed to be quiet
0: You're not even supposed to be doing all this talking.
1: I'm so confused, but I don't know. Anyway. So Manny sees Paige in the same dress, and she tries to apologize, but Paige starts to go off on her for wearing the same dress. Paige fixes herself and changes her tone to wish Manny good luck, and she hobbles away on crutches. It's obviously suspicious. Mm Mm-hmm. Later, we see Paige stuffing the ballot so Manny wins prom queen. Marco announces a prom queen after stating that it was sponsored by Pantene. And Paige insists on giving Manny the crown only to rip her prom dress from Manny's body in front of the entire school. She then trips Marco before he can (laughs) hide Manny and Manny falls into Kevin Smith's arms. It is so random.
0: Why? What's the reason?
1: And this moment sells Kevin Smith and he says he would love to film at Degrassi. Joke's on Paige because her whole charade results in a breakout role for Manny. And that's like her nightmare. Girl, I love it, and I'm pretty sure like, <laughs> Paige ends up kind of being, not she's no longer the it girl after this. Mm-hmm. She was the it girl for so long, but you can definitely see the shift of focus. And Kevin Smith is not really amused by Paige. He's kind of like, bitch, you suck at acting. And I mean, like, I guess you can kind of get on, but like, Manny's my girl, and not even like a creepy way towards Manny. Mm-hmm. He's like, she's Manny's the, the it girl now. She has passed the torch
0: yeah yeah I don't like the way like I know Paige has always acted like this and we've talked about this from the first like three episodes right like she is just so unbearable sometimes and such a representation of like teenagers back then and like the mean girl role but like literally getting on stage and like messing up Marco like Marco didn't do anything to you he came to prom with your sad ass like Mm -hmm. doing all that just to sabotage Manny and get like a quick fix and again I know that they've been going at it and she literally just (laughs) contributed to you breaking your ankle but let's think about all the stuff you did to her before that because she was really trying to be cool with you before she broke your ankle and you didn't want it
1: (laughs) she did you wanted to flex your power and I think you learned that you are no longer on top And Manny knocked your ass off your high horse, as you should have been. (sighs) Okay. So Paige finds Manny in the locker room and the two start going at it. Citing the ways in which they've been hurtful towards each other over the last school year. Shut up! She's jealous. One thing Manny's going to do is remind us that someone is jealous of her. But actually, in this case, I think Paige actually is jealous of Manny. Because I think what she said, she like, you made me look like a fat spaz. Like, she mm-hmm. is jealous.
0: Absolutely. Because it took her a while to even respond. And then when she did, she said, what was it, like, as if or something? Like, you thought about it. Like, you know that you're jealous of her. <laughs> right.
1: And she denies it. But it was like, if you recall, like, her man was just fighting over, a, over Manny with another guy. Like, it's not. Yeah, she's not really fine to Manny right now. Yeah. Manny extends an olive branch. stone. She tells Pates, mm, don't drink anything tonight. Because the girls went out for laxatives. And the episode ends.
0: <laughs> They're so annoying. I don't even have a moral. Um, Don't drink the juice. Don't drink the juice is a good one. I know. It's literally just like, do you. Make choices for yourself, <laughs> Ashley. And... Manny and Paige, God bless. We all knew Manny was going to be the next egg girl, so Paige acting surprise is silly. Like, I got nothing yeah. for you. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I Paige feel like... mine is minus her, like...
1: I don't feel like it was an intentional climb to the top. Manny mm-hmm. did Spirit Squad because she likes Spirit Squad. She went after Craig... That was not a high moment for her, but she really fell kind of to the back. She was like, people don't really fuck with me right now because of that whole thing I did. So I'm going to be in the background. And then she went back to Spirit Squad, and mm-hmm. she really only stepped up because Paige stepped to the side, and they needed a leader. She's got a lot of leadership qualities. So it wasn't like she was trying to knock Paige off her right. high horse. All, all Paige had to do was say thank you. That's all she had to do. And Truth Paige should probably still be the eight girl. But she yeah. was mean, and people were like, we don't have time for this. We're not doing this anymore.
0: Yeah, because it just got nastier. It wasn't even, like, a funny mean anymore. It was literally like, you're just being, like, a gross human being and still expecting this person to, like, kiss your ass when you've been mean to her. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And, she's, and Manny has never been for that. She's always been one to tell someone about themselves. Yeah. Except for when it comes to a guy, because that whole thing with Craig, ew, gross.
0: <laughs> yeah no not the best department for her but other than that Paige again deciding to date this teacher was probably like what do they say social suicide like as cool as you probably thought it was like no you actually fell from grace the minute you started messing with this nasty man and were willing to leave your like whole high school career behind for his career that he doesn't care about
1: Right. And honestly, it wasn't even necessarily just dating him that did it for her. It was abandoning things that made her mm-hmm. relevant. She stopped hanging around Hazel. She stopped going to Spirit Squad. Here is my sweet baby, Felix.
0: <laughs> it just has to be in the mix. Always. Goodbye, Felix. <laughs> I don't have it. I can't. But
1: yeah, so... She was... Choosing, and I, I feel like that's really realistic. You all—you oftentimes have that girl who becomes that boyfriend kind of girl, mm-hmm. and they're all about that. Which is crazy that she called Manny boy crazy. Girl, you gave up your entire high school career for this boy. Right.
0: How embarrassing. Yeah. And then he got fired, so he's broke. What's the point? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you At that, that age? A broke boy what's the point of dating someone older than you if they don't have a job, they don't have a car, etc, etc like that's the sell, normally but
1: like, they ain't got no job a broke boy in a dingy apartment like, you should be embarrassed of yourself, girl that's so
0: embarrassing you shouldn't date pedophiles
1: but if you're going to, make sure it's a rich one that's not good advice, don't ever date a pedophile
0: don't do it I'm not gonna do it (laughs) no, (laughs) don't do this one
1: Do you have any other questions, comments, concerns on this episode?
0: No. I got nothing for y'all. I think the next episode's a two-part, so be ready for that. And we're going to start on
1: time. Are we going to start on time next week? we definitely going to start on time next week. Next on Degrassi. (laughs) Degrassi goes into chaos as Kevin Smith prepares to film the new Jay and Silent Bob movie there. Craig grows upset when Ashley prepares to go to London for the summer, and Caitlin begins spending a lot of time with Kevin and doubting her relationship with Joey. Bitch, you've been here for like three weeks. <laughs> that wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts. Or email us at whateverittakes3at5 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back on your airways this time next week, whatever it takes.